Good evening, it is 5 p.m. and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective. Christina Laurie, Dinah Jansen, Chancellor Miracle, Lauren Tucker, Mary McKetty, and Jesse Bell. I'm Christina Laurie and here are your local news headlines. The City of Kingston celebrates outstanding volunteers with annual civic awards. Six outstanding community volunteers are being recognized with the City of Kingston's esteemed civic awards. These annual awards celebrate residents who generously donate their time to the community in areas of culture, heritage, recreation, sports, health, education, environment, safety, or business. The city is honored to celebrate these recipients of the 2023 Civic Awards. For First Capital Distinguished Citizen, Linda Colgan. Honorable Achievement, Janice Barling and Marcy McMullen. And Youth Volunteerism, Etienne Bougie, Sakai Chikadozi, and Ravnur King. To learn more about the Civic Awards and this year's recipients, you can head to cityofkingston.ca slash civicawards. Award recipients will be celebrated at the ceremony during the Intercultural Arts Festival on Sunday, September 17th. As of this weekend, KFLNA Public Health is issuing an alert to warn residents about a recent rise in drug-involved poisonings and associated symptoms within the KFLNA region. Hastings Prince Edward Public Health has also issued a public alert in relation to a similar increase noted in their area. This sudden increase in reported drug-related adverse events is of significant concern. While KFLNA Public Health does not have confirmation of the substances related to these drug poisonings, increasing reports of suspected drug poisoning may be the result of new or toxic drugs being introduced to the area. Information indicates high-potency opioids and other heavily sedating drugs are increasingly present in the unregulated drug supply in Ontario. The unregulated drug supply is unpredictable and drug poisonings are increasingly complicated. It is vital that people do not use drugs alone and 911 is called immediately for emergency medical care when drug poisoning is suspected. KFLNA Public Health urges to avoid using alone, avoid using more than one drug at a time, including alcohol, Go slow as the quality of unregulated drugs is unpredictable. Get a free naloxone kit and training and always carry it with you. And seek emergency medical treatment if you or someone you are with experience symptoms of an overdose. For more information on harm reduction, you can visit the KFLNA Public Health website. A message from the Kingston Frontenac Public Library, engage your environmental enthusiasm with Ontario Green's enlightening presentations. Expand your curiosity, empower eco-friendly decisions, and make learning about the environment an unforgettable experience. In partnership with the Kingston Frontenac Public Library, Ontario Green will deliver two engaging presentations, offering valuable insights for different age groups. On July 17th, children aged 6 and above can join an exciting online talk, Birds Are Only Surviving Dinosaurs. Attendees will have the unique opportunity to learn about the connection between these ancient creatures and the feathered friends we observe today. On July 18th, people ages 13 and above can participate in the online session Designing for Biodiversity, gaining practical knowledge on designing personal green spaces that support biodiversity. Information about selecting native plants, spatial layout considerations, and building structures will help sustain biodiversity for years. The sessions will be hosted online. Registration for both presentations is now open and can be found on calendar.kfpl.ca. Girls Inc. Limestone held their Girls Summit on Friday, June 30th at St. Lawrence College Event and Banquet Center in Kingston. This year's summit welcomed 125 girls with a full day of skill building and empowering activities. Girls Inc. Limestone is a nonprofit organization that provides life-changing programs and experiences to help girls navigate gender, economic, and social barriers. They develop research-based curricula delivered by trained professionals to equip girls to discover and develop their inherent strengths and receive ongoing programming to grow up healthy, educated, and independent. 
This year's summit is the second of its kind, with the first summit occurring in 2019 before being on hiatus due to COVID-19. Registration for this year's event filled in just one week, with a 60% increase in registration compared to the pre-COVID summit. Girls from across the region were treated to an exciting full day of skill building and empowering activities, including hands-on workshops aimed at encouraging interest in STEM fields, building leadership skills, and boosting overall confidence. With the help of individual donations and community sponsors, there was no cost for girls to attend. Workshop leaders from Canadian Black Belt Centers, Multi Center, and Sherlock's Escapes provided exciting and empowering workshops in the areas of healthy physical activity, interpersonal relationships, and creative problem solving. I sat down with Justine Marchand, the Girls Ed Programming Manager at Girls Inc. Limestone, at the event on Friday while the girls had their martial arts and self-defense workshop to chat about Girls Inc., the summit, and the event's importance. Here's what Justine had to say. So strong, smart, and bold can be broken down into some kind of easier to understand categories. So strong, for example, is physical health, physical wellness, healthy lifestyles. So this is actually our strong activity for the day. Um, it's a martial arts and self-defense workshop. So this goes perfectly with our strong. So they're up, they're running, they're learning to make good physical choices, stuff like that. Um, in that category, like I said, we might also do like some nutrition talk, just making healthy choices for your lifestyle. SMART is our academic enrichment category, so we might do homework help, we might um, work on STEM activities, so science, technology, engineering, and math activities. Um, that's what our SMART stuff is geared towards, and our SMART activity today is a Sherlock's Escapes Build Your Own Escape Room. So lots of problem solving, team thinking, stuff like that. And then BOLD focuses on um, independence, so a lot of budgeting, economic literacy, um, teaching our participants how to make good choices with money, how to understand the meaning of money, the value of money. Also, we have activities where they might design a business and think about all of the different components of that. Um, and our bold activity today is run by the Maltby Center they are doing an empowerment program. So they're talking about all the different ways that girls can be bold in their lives and empower one another to have like a powerful group of friends and to have a lot of self-confidence and stuff like that. Once again, that was Justine Marchand, the Girls Ed Program Manager at Girls Inc. Limestone at the Girls Summit on Friday. That's all for your headlines this week. And next up is our Arts Desk with Lauren Tucker. Thanks, Christina. Here's your arts news for today. The Kingston Buskers Rendezvous will be hitting the downtown from July 6th to 9th on Princess Street, Ontario Street, and Confederation Park. These performers will be delighting downtown crowds in a variety of music, juggling, dancing, magic, circus, and even live fire performance, and passing around the hat for any support you may want to give. You can visit downtownkingston.ca to learn more and get excited. And the Agnes Etherington Arts Centre has reopened to the public for their upcoming summer and fall exhibitions after a closure for installation and packing. The gallery will be open for extended hours during their summer season, seven days a week, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and until 9 p.m. on Thursdays until the end of August. Upon opening, the exhibition Emergence, a recent gift of Indigenous art, will be on display and will host a celebration on July 14th. Emergence highlights important early and mid-career works of art by contemporary Indigenous artists from across Turtle Island, North and South. As a collection, these works provide a cohesive vision of the approaches and concerns of artists working in the 1970s. 
Both emerging and elder artists experimented with various media in drawings, paintings, prints, sculpture, and textiles. Admission to the Agnes is free of charge, although donations are welcome, and to learn more about their free programming and check back for more upcoming news on their exhibitions, you can visit agnes.queensu.ca. The Movement Market Collective will be presenting their second annual Ground Up Dance Festival this coming week from July 4th to 9th, featuring professional and community dance performances, opening and closing night parties, and workshops throughout the city. Some events are ticketed or on reserve, so for a full festival schedule and tickets for reserved events, you can visit movementmarket.ca to plan some contemporary dance in your life this week. And new at Kingston's Independent Cinema, The Screening Room, you can visit every Thursday evening and Friday night through to August 3rd for the B-Side Cinema Series, bringing you underrated gems from Hollywood auteurs David Fincher, Christopher Nolan, Steven Spielberg, Sofia Coppola, and David Lynch, with series host Dan Simpson, PhD student and host of Eyebrow Cinema on YouTube. This week, you can catch the 1997 Fincher thriller The Game, starring Michael Douglas, Thursday at 5.40pm, and the Spielberg sci-fi drama AI Artificial Intelligence Friday at 9.30 p.m. For a full list of this month's B-side features and for tickets, you can visit screeningroomkingston.com. From July 6th to 9th at the Leon Center, Cirque du Soleil's Cortio will be delighting Kingston crowds with their dazzling arena show. Combining acrobatic feats, comedy, and acting, this show plunges spectators into a theatrical world of fun and spontaneity situated in a mysterious space between heaven and earth for the whole family. Tickets start at $44 and are available now at leoncenter.com events. Finally, this weekend, you can catch Domino Theatre's one-act festival on July 7th and 8th at 7.30pm at the Domino Theatre Davies Foundation Auditorium. Two one-act plays will be presented each night. On July 7th, you can see Yola's Mythical Adventures by Michelle McNichol and Light of a New Dawn by Jacob Smith. On July 8th, you can catch the Meet TV Reunion Special by Harry Jordan and Coming to the Table by Anne-Marie Bergman. Three judges and audience participation will determine which of these plays is the winner who will go on to the professionally adjudicated Eastern Ontario Drama League Festival in November. Tickets for each night are $20 for adults and $10 for children and students, and are available through the Kingston Grand Box Office at 613-530-2050 or at kingstongrand.ca. That's all I've got for you on Arts Desk today. Now I'll turn it over to Jesse Bell with Sport. Good evening, this is Jesse Bell from the CFRC Sports Desk and this is your sports report for Wednesday, July 5th, 2023. Begin with Major League Baseball. The Toronto Blue Jays defeated the Chicago White Sox by a score of 4-3 last night, moving them one game closer to a wild card spot in the highly competitive American League. At present, the Toronto Blue Jays have a 46-40 record and sit two games back of a wild card playoff spot. The 2023 edition of Major League Baseball's All-Star Game is scheduled to be played Tuesday, July 11th, and the Toronto Blue Jays are sending four players as All-Star Reserves. Pitcher Kevin Gossman, as well as Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, and Whit Merrifield. 
In local sports news, Kingston will play host to Sail Canada's 2023 Senior Kiteboarding Championships. The championships will run from July 7th to 9th at Lake Ontario Park. This is viewed by many in Sail Canada as a warm-up for the 2024 Paris Summer Olympics where kiteboarding will make its first appearance as an official Olympic sport. Also occurring this weekend on Saturday, July 8th is Chinlock Wrestling's event, Crowning the King. Crowning the King will take place at the W.J. Henderson Arena in Amherstview. Doors are at 6 p.m. and the opening bell is scheduled to ring at 7. The event is also billed as the Fred Dunn Appreciation Night, a tribute to a local artist who is currently battling with kidney disease. A portion of all proceeds will go towards Fred and his family to support them in this difficult time. This concludes your sports report for Wednesday, July 5th, 2023. This is Jesse Bell from the CFRC Sports Desk signing off and throwing it over to my main man, Chancellor, for your community update. Dawn Flowers is a community support group that aims to create a safer space for individuals who deal with chronic suicidal ideation and survivors of suicide attempts. Dawn Flowers runs on a peers supporting peers approach where they believe that having a confidential, non-judgmental, and supportive space to talk about their experiences with suicide, suicidal ideation, and mental health with other folks can make a positive difference in someone's life. Dawn Flowers' first gathering will happen on July 8th from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. at 99 York in Kingston, Ontario. At the Lions Civic Gardens on Gardner's Road next to the Cataraqui Town Center, the City of Kingston and the Cataraqui Center are throwing four parties called Friday in the Gardens. This new city summer pop-up event features movies, music, and food. The events will be held on July 7th, July 21st, August 4th, and August 18th. Come down and groove to local beats, indulge in mouth-watering food from community vendors, and end the evening with a movie on the inflatable big screen. These events are family friendly and admission is free. United Way Kingston is collecting donations of backpacks, school supplies, and funds to set students up for success. The backpack program is coordinated through the United Way KFL and A with donations from individuals, community businesses, and organizations. The program distributes backpacks and school supplies to ensure that families and children have all they need for a successful school year. In 2022, 1,400 children and youth started the school year with supplies and backpacks. It is estimated that for basic supplies, a backpack, lunch bag, binders, pens, pencils, and a calculator, the cost per student ranges from $200 to $300. Once supplies are collected, volunteers will start packing backpacks mid-August for distribution through agencies and schools before the new school year begins. The most needed school supplies include backpacks, lunch bags, pens, pencils, rulers, math sets, markers, crayons, scientific calculators, and pencil cases. Gender-neutral colors are encouraged wherever possible. For a full list of recommended items by age group or to donate monetarily, community members can visit www.unitedwaykfla.ca slash backpack program.
the Public Service Alliance Canada Local 901, and Queen's University Faculty Association are partnering with Root Radical to fund bi-weekly vegetable boxes for PSAC 901 members experiencing food insecurity. Root Radical is a farm on Howe Island that operates through a community-shared agricultural model. Root Radical is supporting this initiative through discounted vegetable boxes. PSAC and QUFA are funding a limited number of veggie boxes, but individual donations allow for a greater number of shares and more PSAC 901 members are supported. PSAC and QUFA have set up a fundraiser on GoFundMe to help reach their goal. You can find more information as well as donation methods by searching for the campaign titled PSAC 901 Emergency Food Fund. That's all for now. I'm Chancellor Miracle, and this has been your community update. Now over to Christina Laurie with your campus news. Thank you, Chancellor. This is Christina Laurie coming back in with your campus news. St. Lawrence College Video wins Grand Gold Circle of Excellence Award. St. Lawrence College has won a Grand Gold Circle of Excellence Award from the Council of the Advancement and Support of Education for the 2022 Welcome to the SLC Alumni Family Video in the category of Alumni Relations Initiatives. CASE is the International Industry Professional Association to which the SLC Alumni and Development Team belongs. In addition, SLC won a Silver Case Award in the Video Student Audience Long category, again for the Welcome to the SLC Alumni Family video. In celebration of the long-anticipated return to in-person convocations, we assembled a group of amazing SLC alumni to star in a high-energy welcome videos inspired by Vintage Oscars opening sequences, said Elizabeth Gorman, Director of Alumni Development. This is the second year in a row that SLC has won in the Case Awards Alumni Engagement category. For Queen students, you have a few deadlines coming up. Just yesterday, summer term classes began for the July to August six-week session. On July 10th, it will be the last date to add summer term classes. Also on the 10th, it will be the last day to drop summer term classes without financial penalty. Coming up on the 15th will be the first date to apply and Solis to graduate in fall 2023. That is all for your campus news update today and next up is Dino with weather and traffic. Thanks so much. And now it's time for the CFRC weather report. Tonight, we're expecting partly cloudy skies with a 30% chance of showers in the evening and a low of 19 on Thursday. Sunny skies with a high of 30 and a humid X of 37. Thursday night, cloudy periods with a 60% chance of showers and a low of 21. Friday, a mix of sun and clouds and a 60% chance of showers with a high of 27. Friday night, cloudy with 30% chance of showers and a low of 15. And on Saturday, mix of sun and clouds, 30% chance of showers with a high of 27 and cloudy periods that evening and a low of 15 and the outlook for Sunday is a mix of sun and cloud 30% chance of showers with a high of 27 and Sunday night cloudy and a low of 16. And now it's time for the CFRC City of Kingston traffic report. Motorists, cyclists, and pedestrians can expect road closures on Dunkirk Avenue from Alfred to Fergus, Lower Brewer, Swing Bridge, King Street from Brock to Clarence, King Street from Plasta Arms to the Tragically Hip Way, Market Street from Ontario to King, Sydenham Street from Queen to Princess, 
Ontario Street from Brock to Clarence, as well as Union Street through John A. to Gardner. University Avenue is closed until December 2nd between Union to Earl Streets, and Wright Crescent from the south intersection of Palace to 16 Palace Road is closed until October 31st. The Play Street initiative is still in effect on Thomas Street from County to Patrick on Mondays from 3.30 to 5.30 until the end of August. The parking disruption at Chow Memorial parking lot is still underway. There is parking available at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages, and public EV charging stations at Centre 70 are unavailable until late October 2023 at Centre 70. Other road delays expected include Bath Road at Queen Mary, Highway 15 from Maine to Highway 2, Highway 33 east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, Jackson Mills from 1859 Jackson Mills to Burbrook, Sandhill Road from Boundary to 3058 Sandhill, and Taylor Kid Boulevard, Collins Bay to 100 meters west of the Collins Creek Bridge. And the Rideau Trail from Queen Mary to Parkway is closed for crews to continue working on the sanitary mains. Now over to Mary with this week's events calendar. Thanks so much! I'm Mary McKetty, and this is your events calendar for the week. For your live music lineup this week, I'm featuring performances from The Queers, Circle the City, The Los Garcia Trio, and Moffat Avenue. This Wednesday, Grit and Grind present The Queers live from 7pm to midnight at The Mansion, located at 506 Princess Street. The Queers are musical legends in their home state of New Hampshire, playing pop-punk favorites reminiscent of the Beach Boys and the Ramones. Joining them are Wyoming-based street rock band Teenage Bottle Rocket and Kingston-based punk band Left on Bowery. The show is 19+, plus, and you can purchase your tickets for $30 in advance at ticketscene.ca. More information is available at kingstonlive.ca. Coming up on Thursday, Circle the City is live from 9pm till 1am at the Mansion, located at 506 Princess Street. The Sarnia-based band is known for their unique blend of rock, psychedelic, prog, and hints of jazz and metal fusion. Joining them on stage are local favorites Sons of Rick, Radio Wasteland, and Skeleton Park Radio, who bring you indie rock, rock, and alternative tunes. Tickets are $10 in advance and are available online at eventbrite.com. You can also purchase your tickets for $15 at the door, which opens at 8pm. Next on Friday, the Las Garcia Trio perform from 8 to 11pm at the Royal Canadian Horse Artillery Club, located at 193 Ontario Street. Come join Alberto Garcia for the hottest Latin rhythms around. Tickets are only $5 for non-members and you can purchase them at the door. More information is available online at kingstonlive.ca. Also on Friday, Moffat Avenue is live from 9pm till 1am at the Mansion, located at 5 Princess Street. The London-based pop-punk band rolls out on tour with special guest Sonic Souvenir, The Pinkertons, and Exergen. You can get your tickets for $10 in advance at eventbrite.com or purchase your tickets for $15 at the door, which opens at 8pm. That's all for live music lineup this week, but I've still got another event lined up for your calendar. This Saturday, Benedictus Matson and Devanshi Mishra host a free Bollywood dance workshop from 11.30am till 1pm in Springer Market Square, located at 216 Ontario Street. The pair are dance artists featured at this year's Ground Up Dance Festival and will be teaching styles of dance that reflect their respective backgrounds. This workshop is for everyone ages 9 and up and no dance experience is required. It's free to attend but make sure to register online at eventbrite.com as limited spots are available.
This week, we invite you to enjoy some of our new additions to the CFRC programming schedule. Keep an ear out for updates or check our website, cfrc.ca. Thank you for tuning into CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the Local Journalism Initiative, and Queen's University Career Services. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next.